What's up, folks? This is Justin, and you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom Show. This is episode number 39, and Uthel and I are discussing the epic conclusion to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Infinity Saga, Avengers Endgame. I actually said conclusion to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm pretty sure Disney's not going to let that happen, but it's definitely the closure of the Infinity Saga, or so they are dubbing it. Um... I, I'm not going to tell you to go see the movie because I think you already know you probably need to go see it if you're listening to this podcast. Um, we don't discuss a lot of non-spoilery stuff, so if you're listening to this now, you might want to just stop and go and see the film, but uh, we give you some general thoughts, but before we start actually spoiling anything, we are very clear about when we're going to do it. So anyways, I hope you enjoy the episode, we hope you enjoy the episode rather, and uh, if you haven't done so, please check us out on YouTube, subscribe, and like some of our videos. We just put up a few, so I finally put up the Hellboy one, uh, Captain Marvel, sorry, whoops, Shazam, and uh, Us, we did a good review, and I've actually gotten some pretty good feedback on those. So uh, yeah, definitely check us out on YouTube, um, hopefully going to be doing some more work on that in the near future, and uh, yeah, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to our podcast, and comment, because comments let people know that you're listening and that you like what we're doing, so Anywho, that's my preamble. This is a long movie, so this podcast it is roughly about an hour and a half. So anyways, let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your doom. What up, everybody? This is Justin. This is Otto. And you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom show. What's up, man? Chilling. Chilling? Chilling. Weather's getting better. Weather is getting better, yeah, dude. Today was a nice day. Yeah, finally. Good day. It's been garbage the last fucking like, day or week. Yeah, It's just been right. cold. It's like, been raining. Almost May? Yeah. Get out of here. It's a nice, beautiful day to stay in for three hours and watch a long-ass movie. A very long movie. That's right. Before we jump into uh, Avengers, yeah, there was something I wanted. To, there was something I wanted to, to talk about before we jump in. So I'll, I'll try and keep it short because you know it's a lot of movie to talk about. It's a lot of movie to talk about. Yeah. So uh, the one thing I wanted to mention was uh, El, uh, Alien Day just happened. So uh, the plant uh, uh, April twenty sixth is Alien Day, and mm-hmm. that is. Uh, because the planet that Ripley goes to in, in the second movie is called LV-426. So 426 is April 26th. So that happens every year. They released a bunch of short films, none of which have I, I've actually seen. So I'm actually not talking about any of those. I don't know. Have you seen any I of those? I haven't seen one. We should watch all of them and do an episode. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they look interesting for sure. Yeah. So I just haven't seen them yet. But one thing that did catch my eye was that Audible is releasing uh, a full audio dramatization of an unused script for Alien 3. Did you have to say dramatization? You couldn't just say drama? Uh, You've used audio drama multiple times on this podcast before. It's now that you true. choose. Yeah, We're trying to yeah. keep things short because <laughs> of how long this movie is. Yeah. You want to make every yeah, make... single word long? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying... You're not going to like sh- use the short form of anything else. All right, all right. All right. Go Jesus ahead. Jesus Christ. Audio dramatization. Go ahead. Audio dramatization of Alien As I'm over-dramatizing yeah, yeah. this As you're extending thing. this out. This is much longer than it needs to be without you 
harassing me while I'm trying to tell people about this I'll wonderful new o- audio dramatization <laughs> of Alien 3. It's so ridiculous. Um, and it's it's an unused script written by a guy named William Gibson. So there were a lot of unused scripts for Alien 3. A lot was written, a lot was tossed away until we got what we got, which was a David Fincher movie, but not really a David Fincher movie because right. he kind of disowns it. So this is an interesting experiment, especially since they actually got Michael Bean and Lance Henriksen to reprise their roles. So Len- Lance Henriksen... <clears throat> plays Bishop and Michael Bean plays uh, Hicks and they're both in this and uh, since I just like love I love the audio dramatization format very very much um, I uh, I just think this is amazing that that someone would actually take take an unused script and actually produce this because it's such a niche yeah uh, it's such a niche uh, like medium to like release anything on to be honest and it's audible to big you know like Basically, the leading company that does this kind of stuff. That's right. So uh, I've listened to one or two of their audio dramas before, and they're very well produced, like immaculately produced, like very. Uh, so they're not gonna. They're. It's not gonna be uh, something that they didn't put one hundred and ten percent into, especially since they're getting some of the original actors back in on it. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. They released a clip. I listened to it. There's some. It, I think it's actually a trailer because it doesn't. This is not like cohesive. It's not a clip as much as it is like different sections of dialogue. So it didn't really gel yeah. together. It's it's kind of strange. But um, I don't think that's going to be. I don't think that's representative of the final product. Okay. Um, but but at the same time, I'm I'm kind of excited about that. I think that's really cool. And just given that we've talked about audio dramas on the show before, I thought that I'd, I'd point that out. What's an audio drama? I only know dramatizations. And <laughs> now, um, yeah, I, I didn't know it was this far along. I didn't know that they had actually released a trailer for yep. or had actually recorded anything. Yeah, that's oh, incredible. It's, it's all done and ready ready to go. I think it's in. I think it's getting released in May. And, uh, yeah, I might just sign up for Audible for, for this because this is something that's not going to be released on any other platform. Dope. So Nice. So, yeah, um, that that's pretty much it. Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about before? No, man, I just want to talk in? about this goddamn movie because I don't even know whether you liked it or not. All right. Frankly, I don't know if I did. All right, let's jump in. This is Avengers Endgame. <laughs> More like Avengers never-ending game. Am I right? I'm going to hit you with this glove. I'm going to beat you to death with this glove. And then finish it with a fucking hammer. So, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, you can see we've got the Hasbro Marvel Legends Infinity Gauntlet. This thing usually lights up. Um, I took out the batteries because when I had actually gone to the theater, I wore this with it. And I had the batteries in there and then I took them out when the movie started because I didn't want a premature light show to happen sometime in the middle of the movie. Light and sound. That is not the word I thought you were going to end that sentence with. No, no. I I had a premature ejaculation by the end of it. It wasn't premature. After three and a half hours of that, I was was ready to go. No. I don't know. Touching yourself with the gauntlet, I guess. I wasn't touching myself. (laughs) The gauntlet was touching me. We oh also had the God. hammer too. My buddy Coco was uh, was wielding the hammer, so you know it was uh, it was fitting. Um, I am gonna say this. I don't. It's gonna be very hard to even do a no spoiler thing. I yeah. kind of want to just jump into spoilers. What are do your you, thoughts on I, this? I, uh, do you want to just do general thoughts first, like nothing pointing to? Yeah, I don't want to talk about like performance or any of that because we've done it to death already. Like I don't really have many more notes about performances without really talking about why I didn't like the performances. Yeah, and I think that there's enough about this. I, I actually meant to talk to you about about this before we started recording, but I I, I totally forgot the non spoilery version of this. Um, you know, there's stuff. That I didn't like about it, but without there's no way to talk about it without spoiling yeah. it because they don't actually. I, and I haven't watched any of the trailers, so I, I 
basically, I think I could go high level, like it didn't like it. Here are general reasons why. Yeah. And then we can jump in. Okay. Does that sound? Let's try and do that. You you kick that off because I'm not sure what I'm going to say yet. Go ahead. Okay. Um, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, it was better than Captain Marvel. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Stretch. But uh, not nearly as good as Infinity War, in my opinion. Okay. Um, the biggest problem I really had with the movie, or uh, and this is gonna sound like I'm, uh, I, um, I'm shitting on the movie, and really it's it's not it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's just I, I wanted to highlight the, the the negative stuff to sort of qualify my opinion, sure, because there's plenty of good stuff to say about yes. this, and we'll get we'll get into that. Um, but the biggest problem I had with that is that there's a central conceit in this movie that takes up a large portion of it that I just felt was very sort of cliched ridden and uh it was boring i was bored mm-hmm. uh with a third of this movie yeah it bored me and um it just didn't i was kind of just uh it was, it was a lot of rehashing and like i was kind of just waiting for something to happen something new to happen yeah and it and it doesn't and it doesn't get there and it, and it is a three-hour movie That's so it takes its, it takes its time yeah actually I liked the first act of the movie yes it uh, uh, but the second act just um, bottomed out for me and um, the third act obviously picks up again but uh, even then I think that the infinity war has a better third act yes um, so uh, in general, I remember saying that Infinity War was a great example of why comics work so well, uh, I think. And it's something that the world is experiencing now. A lot more people than just comic lovers. Right. I think Infinity War was a culmination of a bunch of different things that built up to one thing. Yes. Right? And that's a lot what mainstream comics are. So not like the indie stuff, not the smaller stuff like Dark Horse and those other studios. I'm talking like this is DC Marvel that we're really talking about. Sure. Big comic studios that have big characters that build a bedrock and then they come with the company-wide or the event crossover, basically. You know, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Original Sin, um, Age of Apocalypse, or or, or Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Like, all, all of these are massive event books, right? Um, but while Infinity War was a... I thought it was an excellent example of how that works, I think that this movie, uh, Endgame, is an excellent example of how they rarely stick the landing, in my opinion, with those big event movies where things can get uh, convoluted, cliched, and uh, they fall into, I, I felt like it just, they fall into a lot of those same traps yeah. as those big event books. Like, I think there's a huge parallel between this and DC Metal uh, that we that we reviewed on yeah. the show. And, uh, and I think the movie has a lot of the same problems as DC Metal does. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of my, my opinion on it. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. I think that as far as general thoughts go, I think that's, that's where I stand. I, I... Fucking, fuck, ditto. No way! I'm serious. You're kidding. I thought I was going to come in here, I was going to shit on this movie. It literally was the exact (laughs) same, I had the exact same feelings about the second act. Really? I liked the third act of this one, I think, better than Infinity War, a little bit better. Okay. Without, like, can't really discuss that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and the first act was cool. It was interesting, too, just how quickly the movie ramps up. It It wasted no time. Well, uh, I think, but I think it takes its time. I think this movie not at the beginning. We'll we'll oh, discuss. We'll oh, discuss. sure, yeah. not at the beginning. Yeah, okay. Um, but the biggest, so the second act drags, and I think that it's just 
with the amount of characters, the way that Infinity War did did what they did, it, it balanced everything out. Everybody kind of had some sort of mm-hmm. a moment, um, mm-hmm. and you enjoyed their time on there. This one, for a lot of the movie, was very melancholy and depressing, and a lot of the characters weren't given adequate things to do. They didn't have very good character arcs for, mm-hmm. fucking, I, I'd say... Two thirds of the of the original Avengers, mm-hmm. the two thirds of the the six uh, original Avengers. Um, so yeah, it was just. I think they missed the mark on this one. To be honest, I th- like overall, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, don't don't no, get me wrong, I, I enjoyed it. I think this was a good way to end the what they're deeming as the Infinity Saga. Yeah, um, uh, but, there were a lot of great ideas. Yes, in here. yeah, there and, was a lot of great of ideas. Do pay off, I think. Yep, um, but there was also a lot of like. You know, we don't need to shove as much stuff in this to try and call back to older movies as they decided to do in this. Because it ended up adding a lot more length to this film that didn't need to be there. And uh, frankly spent a little bit more time on characters that you didn't need to spend that time on and Mm. could have been focused on other characters. Sure. So. All right. um, yeah, I mean, overall, would I recommend this film? Absolutely. If you've yeah. seen any of the Marvel films, you've got to go and see this film. Yeah. I mean, it's the only movie that's coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk <laughs> about that for one second? I it was like, hilarious. I, I get that this is a massive movie. Of course, I understand that. Yes. I went into this theater, and already I'm getting rubbed the wrong way. When I walked into the theater, it's the Scotiabank Theater. Was, was Ted touching you? No. <laughs> Fucking Scotiabank Ted. You got to watch over him. He's a touchy one. <laughs> No, no. Go in there. And I'm walking to the to the IMAX theater. And um, I'm looking at all the posters. Because I always do that. Yes. I always look at all the posters because I like looking. I, I like posters. I like movie posters. And I like seeing what's coming out. And I looked at it. And every, I shit you not. Every single poster yeah. in this theater was Avengers Endgame. And a giant Avengers Endgame cutout. We got fucking posters. I've got like it's as if if this movie theater were be, were to be believed, and I sent you this before. If this movie theater were to be believed, Avengers Endgame is the last movie we will ever make, ever, ever. Yeah, it's Basic, the end game. It's the of, it's of the, cinema. Of, yeah, it's basically the last movie ever made. Yeah, movies will cease to exist after this movie comes out. And it was just, I just thought it was obnoxious. It was so obnoxious. And it rubbed me the wrong way. And I don't know, maybe I carried some of that into the movie. Although I think I saw that, I I definitely cleared my mind for the film. But you know what I equate that level? And and this is, I don't think this is like a Disney or the filmmakers thing. This is the theater decided to do this. I think, you know, they're they're obviously in charge of what, you know, what is in that establishment. So they, they decided to do this. Um... But I equate that to like the opening credits of Deadpool Two, where Deadpool Two was like, "Oh, the credits are like, I can't believe they did that. Can you believe they did that? And how edgy we are. It's like all this like glad handing. It's like, oh hell yes, good job. Yes, you you good job. Yes, you did a good, good job. job. Good job, sir. <laughs> good job. And it's like you go in here. I'm like, really, guys? Like the the the, the uh, like as as surprising as it may be, the the world continues to spin after this movie comes out it's just it was just crazy i couldn't believe i took a picture of it we should just put it in the show notes. I, I, yeah it's really not funny. even show notes I'll, I'll have it on the youtube video as well yeah. i'll put it in the show notes <laughs> but so um funny. so yeah if you're watching this on youtube you would have already seen the uh the, the, the image. images yeah oh, um, that's funny yeah so that that was that was something so it was something exciting yeah. i thought it was hilarious when you're telling me that i was like oh he's already grumpy about this movie. <laughs> 
Um, so should we jump into spoilers then? Yeah, yeah. All right, I think let's so. let's do let's do the spoilers before we do spoilers. I want to before ask we you. do spoilers. Okay. So well, I mean, spoilers. it is this is probably spoilers. We are in spoiler territory. Well, let's be clear. Let's be clear. We are spoiling things after this next sentence or two. <laughs> okay. So if you haven't seen the movie, for the love of God, don't. I we we were going to film at my house today. Yeah, that's right. We didn't because Nisha hasn't seen the film, mm-hmm. so I was like, she can't overhear that. And then I also thought my my tenant in the basement, he's also a Marvel fan. Oh. He's got Spider Man shit in his. Oh, okay, he's dope dope dude. And I I'm pretty sure he would have overheard us talking, so we yeah. would have spoiled that. Yeah. All so right. in order to do that, don't spoil this film for anybody because there's a lot of twists, turns, surprises, yeah. fun stuff. So uh, that's it. Sure. So anyways, no. spoilers. Let's go. Favorite character in this film. Thor. Really? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we're going to disagree about a few things. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got to go Cap. I got to go Cap. He had, I mean, the the it's the second he lifted Mjolnir, it was just like... Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's game a big on. moment. It's I was a just like, moment. it's a huge moment. And this was the first time in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that he actually said Avengers Assemble. Assemble. It was a big moment. He's never said it before. He hasn't said it, I guess. At the end of Civil War? No, at the end of uh, Age of Ultron, he has the other, the new, the new Avengers, I guess you could say, with Vision and and Falcon and stuff. And at the end, he goes, Avengers, and then it cuts to credits. Oh, no shit. So, yeah, this is the first time you've actually, he's actually said that. So it was kind of a big moment. Um, I've seen the movie, I've seen all the Avengers movies once. I saw that one the second time recently. That's why I remembered it. Yeah. But, uh, because that Um, one I didn't like very much, Ultron. Um, That was such a missed opportunity. But anyways... mm. Remember that game, that end game we were going to talk about? Let's do that. Let's do that. Jump right. in. So, like I said, the movie starts off very, very fast. Like, in my opinion, very fast paced. Because in the first minute, you see Tony... Or maybe not first minute. First ten minutes, Tony Stark and Nebula get rescued by Captain Marvel. Yeah. On their deathbed, practically. Mm-hmm. Or at least Tony's. And she brings them down like it's not a big deal that you've got this space person just carrying in a ship. Yeah. And not only that, they find Thanos. Yep. They go to the planet Thanos is on. Yep. They cut his fucking head off. And then immediately it goes five years later. And I was like, it was funny because like everybody, my theater was pretty quiet. Like people were clapping or reacting much, except I think when the hammer got lifted. But um, at that point, it goes five and then it goes years and everybody, collective side, just went, oh, (laughs) (laughs) like, oh shit, it's been a while. Yeah, uh, no, my theater was actually uh, pretty quiet. There, like the big moments played well, but yeah. like you know, mo- like that moment for example didn't. Yeah. Everyone was quiet and and, and attentive. Mm. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about this first whole yes. thing leading up to a five year jump. Yeah. Um, actually, this didn't really surprise me to mm-hmm. be honest. Like I figured that this was going to happen because I figured, um, and uh, I did. Uh, with, with there are movies that I know I'm going to see, I, and we've talked about this before. I didn't. I watched the first trailer, and yeah. I didn't watch any of the other ones. I'm the same. Boat. I didn't look at any headlines when they released clips. I didn't go to any forums for. I don't do that for any movie ever. Like for for um, theories and all of that stuff. And like when interviews would come up with these guys, typically I watch interviews. But there is a lot of people just digging for information out yeah. of these. So I actually avoided all of that stuff. I usually enjoy watching interviews that are insightful, but I just kind of like didn't do it. Sure. So I have no idea what I was getting into when I went into this movie. But sure. in in my head, I was guessing time travel. Um, so when when the movie started. And they're already like, we know where Thanos is. I'm like, okay, this is basically they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna kill him. Yeah. And then time travel, right? So I kind of figured that that was gonna happen. Nice. I liked how fast it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their people were shocked 
when it happened, although my theater didn't really react when um, Thor comes in and just, uh, you know, beheads him. Yeah. Um, but uh, I liked it. I liked that. Um, I didn't anticipate that at all. Granted, yeah. I didn't... I had theories maybe time travel might be involved, but I lit, I, I stayed so clean in terms of knowing what what was going on going in. Yeah. All I knew was quantum realm. That's the only thing, because they had the quantum suits. That's the only thing I knew regarding oh, those white suits. I had no idea. I, I didn't never, see I, I saw a picture of it, I think, on fucking Joe Blow. Yeah, I. the weird thing is, I, mean, I got a lot of questions here, because there's shit in this movie that I don't even understand what I saw, because I haven't seen Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2, I oh, haven't Jesus. seen Guardians 2. I haven't seen Spider Man, although I again there's I nothing guess in there. Like it. But uh, I haven't seen the third Iron Man, like so. I, there's a lot of stuff where I was just like, Whoa, I don't know, like it just right. kind of happened. So, mm. so yeah, like the white suits didn't actually like, I don't know. I was like, oh, they're new suits because this you know when new superhero movies come out, they always change their suits, right? right? So I didn't really this, I didn't really attribute it had a, lot a reason. To that. Basically, long story short, is did that. The suits are needed for shrinking. And yeah. When you yeah. shrink small enough, you go into this quantum realm, which yeah. is where time travel happens. Oh. So, um, what was so I the Ant Man is like Ant Man is like the Flash of the Marvel, the MCU, pretty much. Whereas, like, if somebody's, if you got to time travel, <laughs> talk to him. Talk, talk to Barrier, whatever his name is, Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so so yeah, I actually liked what happened here. I liked it a lot, and I liked, and this is where I start to started to like Thor's character a lot in this scene because um, out of all in my opinion out of all of the characters Thor has the best arc in this movie it's an arc that makes sense mm-hmm. I like the fact that he has all this pent up and it's fear he's scared absolutely and uh, this is how a lot of people this is how I've reacted when I'm scared you know you get you get you lash out yes and then after something is something's happening you carry around that guilt it does stuff to you yes and stuff happens to Thor and what I'd like to say that this movie uh, if nothing else has given me the present of being able to say that I have a body like Thor's, <laughs> I can now say that I have I have Thor's body, which I was really happy about. I'm like, hey, and I just nudge my wife. I'm like, hey, baby, look at that. That's me right yeah. there. And meanwhile, I mean, like, she's like, she's using her phone in the middle of the movie just to look at old pictures of him. I'm like, oh god, I can't look at that anymore. Um, Turn off your phone. Fuck you. I need this. <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah, that's this is this is the beginning of that, and I like the fact that he just did it, and he and he did it out of nowhere. It was an emotional thing, yeah, much uh, and much more of a, a fulfilled reaction, in my opinion, than like Star Lord in Infinity War that does that thing that nobody really likes yeah. that he did, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, wait, I thought there was a good reason. It was a good character moment for him. I hundred percent agree. I, yeah. I I liked Thor at the beginning and the end of the film. It was the middle sloth and gluttony part that I was just like, like it's. I didn't like that. I didn't like it at all. I would right. have liked him going into some sort of a recluse state or doesn't want to... Do, like, just something that's not just him sitting around on the couch being some weird surf, surfer bro. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out, playing video games with the bit characters from Ragnarok. From Ragnarok yeah. I was just like, this is not... I, I didn't like that at right. all. And then okay. it was just too many... Too many like, I like the uh, the Lebowski bit. That was oh, funny. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, but Lebowski line. it was just... There was too much of this, like, him being aloof and not ready. And yeah. This, I was just annoyed by um, that. I think I mostly agree with you on that, but it's his character moments, especially, we'll get to this when all of the characters go yeah. through time, travel, and go to find the stones. Right. Uh, but basically, out of all of those, out of all of those, mm-hmm. none of them struck any chords with me except his. Interesting. His was the only one, and we'll get to that yes. in a moment. Okay. So this first scene, you liked it, I liked it. Yep. We're good there. Five years later. So five years later, um, 
Natasha's got she's she her character is weird to me. So she goes on this journey of like, you know, she's in got kind of PTSD from like the the whole snapping back snapping <laughs> audio dramatization. I'm gonna add extra syllables to things. Yeah. He um she has this you know. PTSD thing, I guess, that you could say, you know, before the five years goes on. And then as the five years goes on, she just keeps getting worse and worse, it seems. Think she's, it looks like she's trying to put, avert more, or, um, assert more control over all of the bad things that are happening in the world, essentially taking on both S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers and kind of trying to keep those things going. And it's sure, taking yeah. its toll on her mentally. Yeah. Um, uh, you've got Captain America's con- counseling people. Banner managed to merge with the Hulk. Thor, yeah. Surfer Bro. Like, you've got, you know, over the five years, everybody's kind of adjusted in their own way. Okay. And then all of a sudden, Scott Lang shows up yeah. randomly. Well, it is random. It I mean, all of a sudden, random. he jumps out of the quantum realm. And, and I think that that's the idea, is that the quantum realm, that was like a fluke. It was absolutely yeah, a fluke, so it is, yeah. I mean, the fact that it's random, I think, plays into the that, you know... Doctor Strange, pseudo science. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but also yeah, like also theory, that, yeah. yeah. At some point it had happened. Uh, but can we talk about the Hulk here for a second? So after five years, when the Hulk shows up, two yeah. things I wanted to say about him. One is that Infinity War had this huge focus mm-hmm. on the Hulk, sort of on Bruce Banner's like impotence, essentially his inability to turn into the Hulk after getting completely like dummied by yeah. uh, by Thanos. Thanos. Uh, and this movie, the first time you see him, he's the Hulk. Yeah. And I was like, the first movie made a lot of, you know, it was a huge focus. Yeah. Right? This movie, um, they decided didn't... to go with the Professor Hulk character, where it's but, Banner's but... mind in the the Hulk. Yeah, but they didn't continue the story as much as they just dropped it on your head. They're like, oh, by the way, this is what happened, and who cares about that? Because that wasn't really something we wanted to do in this movie. I'm like, what? Well, that's weird. That was a missed opportunity, in my in my opinion. So I was going to ask yeah. you, who's your least favorite character in this? And you've already hit mine. Oh, uh, Hulk was fuck least... him. Yeah, I was <laughs> so pissed with what they did with him in this film. Yeah, it was. He was and a also, waste. I also don't think he looked very good oh really yeah. I, I thought it was leaps and bounds better than like better than what they it did it looks Ragnarok. almost t- oh yeah Ragnarok. yeah i forgot about Ragnarok. okay may, may, i might be wrong it i might be wrong good. only because I, I, I it was it was weird because he looked a lot like yes him yeah. almost too much like him now i'm judging him as a human i can see that character yeah. where i was like now i'm looking for humanisms Fair. whereas the other movies he was hulked out and he wasn't banner like, yeah he wasn't supposed to be right. half human there's like parts of him that resemble yeah. but this was almost this fitting was, image this was him and yeah. that's when i start to judge that's when i like my mind uh yeah you know like kind of switches to this is supposed to be a human being mm-hmm. um now i'm judging him on does he look like a human right and uh i think it, it it's not awful yes uh but i think it it falls I, I it's something i noticed i was yeah. like very like oh it doesn't doesn't look Super convincing, and for some reason, that scene in the diner that they have with him, yeah, uh, reminds me of the scene from episode two when Ewan McGregor <laughs> shows up and that big fat guy is serving yeah. him fat alien. And yeah, it was yeah. just like it sort of reminded me because there's a giant CG character and they're all drinking in like a diner, and, it, and that's not a good comparison. No, <laughs> it's not a good comparison. No. So, uh, it took me a, while, a little while to get used to him, yeah, but uh, but I like I said, I think it's because I was like, oh, he's supposed to be. Banner. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, he doesn't really look weird. And what's funny is it's a better performance from Ruffalo oh than any of the last God. couple movies oh he's been God. in. Okay, look. 
yeah. I mean, he's underplaying it like crazy. Yes, this. and and this is. I, I think this was a fine performance. By I him. do too. Yes, I, I, and uh, but <laughs> Ragnarok. We were talking about bananas. that. That was fucking. I'm not awful. getting into that. Go awful. check out episode whatever it was. Thirty <laughs> for something. Ragnarok for the but, truly awful performance. But my biggest Ruffle. problem with the Hulk in this one is yes, you don't get any kind of closure to the whole problem from Infinity no, War because it was an interesting problem. Like, how are they going to resolve this? Yeah, and then essentially, I think it was my friend Matt. He, I was talking to him about the film, and he mentioned. That, you know, it's like, did Bruce Banner essentially euthanize or abort the Hulk and just take over his body? Like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Kind of an interesting yeah. concept when you That's think true. about it, yeah. right? But, um, I mean, obviously, it's the Hulk doesn't look nearly as imposing as he did in the earlier film. So you could, one could assume he's not as strong as his previous yeah. incarnations. I think that and he's, he's not nearly as smart as Banner used to be either. Because you see him having problems being able to operate the time sure, machines. Like, yeah. he's not, he's a lot more aloof. Words aren't coming to him as easily. Yeah. He's like, it's not the best of both worlds almost. It's kind of like just a little of each. Yeah. You're not getting anything that's the best. That's true. So what I was really hoping for with this character was like a really good fuck yeah moment where Banner just, he basically recedes to the Hulk and says, you know what? I can't do this. I need you to go full savage. Yeah. And then then something epic happens but unfortunately he, he never gets anything i forgot about him yeah like uh the only the only reason he he's in this film is he's the only one that could shoulder the burden of the snap that's yeah. the only reason he's in this film yeah but even in the in the third act you know big big fight i don't remember him doing anything he held up the 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 oh the rocks the, the rocks yeah, really like which was a callback to i think secret war where he's holding a mountain Oh yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, he just doesn't give. He's not given enough to do, and it's upsetting. Like I, I was really hoping for some kind of a payoff here, and yeah, most of the payoff. Well, all of the payoffs in this film really go to the three main characters: Thor, Cap, and uh, and Iron Man. Hawkeye, Black Widow, and yep. Hulk really get kind of pushed this side. Yeah. So, um, anyways, so yeah, that's kind of where everybody is. Ant Man comes out. He's got this whole idea of using the quantum realm to be able to time travel. They yes. go to Stark's place, who now at this point Stark's a well-adjusted, you know, family man with That's Pepper true. and I think I can't remember it. Penny is it Penny? The daughter? Yeah, I can't oh, remember I the daughter's know. name. I do not know. Um, but anyways, it you know he's living the family life. He doesn't want to get involved, but he can't turn it off. He That's has true. to. That's he starts true. thinking about it. He yep. figures out how to make a, what was it a timed GPS? He called it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you've got the MacGuffin of the movie where they're going to do this gem heist or the stone heist across time. Now this is where the problems begin. Yeah. So we're back to chasing the gems around. Um, and I guess that's, I don't know, I guess that's okay. <laughs> but the gem, the, the, gem, the gem heist as a concept, and I think some of them were done pretty well, not bad. But the thing that really drug for me was when they went, like the New York stuff was cool, but when they had to go and do what I call heist squared, where they had to do a heist within the heist, yeah, that was the problem. That was the biggest, that's where there I was legitimately bored. Yeah. Um, so so just before we get into the, the time heist yeah. stuff, this first act actually kind of worked to me, other yes. uh, worked for me, because it's very somber first act. Mm -hmm. And they use this three-hour runtime to their advantage to actually tell you what the world, or how the world will react after something like this catastrophic happens. Yeah. And uh, just showing the heroes being people, yes. and being human, mm -hmm. and um, dealing with that stuff. Also having Captain Marvel hint at the rest of the universe, and some putting things into context, I thought was really... Uh, was really something that was needed here. Um, sorry, not something that was needed. It was interesting because it's like, hey, like you guys aren't the only ones, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but uh, then we get into the, to the second act, 
Yeah, and like you said, it it, it has it, its problems. it draws. Um, uh, so, it draws long. So the details here are. are this is where like I my head was kind of spinning. Yeah. On this, uh, there's a lot of fast dialogue. There's a lot of like uh, references to things that this movie makes a lot of assumptions. I think more so than Infinity War does about what you have seen. Yes. And what you know as shorthand, um, and that's not. I don't. I don't know if that's a. Is that a knock on the movie or is it that? Oh, you know, Atul, you need to be more up to speed before you jump into a movie like this. I think whether a movie is good or bad is is is. Regardless of what you have seen, it needs to play and stand on its own. And I think that this movie makes more leaps of logic than Infinity War does. Yes. Because Infinity War, I hadn't seen the same set of movies I just identified at the beginning. And yet I was, you know, I was up to speed and they explain this stuff. Um, When Ant-Man comes back from the quantum realm, I didn't need to know anything because they actually tell you later. They're like, hey, yes. And I jumped in. I got so small that I went into the quantum realm and came back. And I'm like, cool. Uh, Captain America has a, has an old uh, like uh, has a history with a woman because he's out of time. I haven't even seen the first Avenger, right? What? Yeah, I haven't oh, seen the first like Avenger. That. I think I'd like it too. My yeah. brother was telling me that as well, but I didn't need to know more about that. Right. They, they tell you that, and I'm like, okay, no big deal. I can see it visually. It's not it's not a problem. But some of these things pop up out of nowhere. Like for example, I had no idea that Gwyneth Paltrow had a suit. Um, they, she didn't in previous incarnation or in in any of the previous films. It was something that was only introduced in this one. When what's her name, uh, the daughter, had the helmet on, that's when he alluded to, I made your mom a suit. And that was the helmet she was wearing. He mentioned that. I thought I just figured that was in Iron Man 3. No, no, it wasn't. That. It wasn't. This is brand new for this legit movie. Legit out of nowhere. So that's, a, that's You're another... not the only one. At least one or two of my buddies that I went to go see it what with, the they had the that? same thing. They're like, what the fuck? I thought that was like, who did they think it was? They thought it was Iron Wasp. Patriot? No, oh, they well, thought it was Wasp. Yeah. She had a new suit or something. Yeah. I was like, nah, man, it was Pepper. Peppa, Peppa Crazy, yeah. So that was one thing. The other thing I didn't know was, and I could be just missing something here, this relationship between Black Widow and Hawkeye, I didn't know where that came from. And maybe well, I'm just missing something. They, they were always close. I mean, they, not romantically close, but they were always close. And I don't really? think, I, at no point in this movie did I think it was romantic. No, I know, but that's, that's, not, not, even, that's not even what I'm getting okay. at. I just didn't know that they were they, they had, had any sort of like emotional connection. You're going to need to watch the first Avengers again, because they established that a lot. They, 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 they hammer it home in that one. Really? For sure, yeah. yeah okay, because yeah. like, yeah. They've got, they've got a scene later in the movie that didn't make any sense to me. But oh, maybe also, I, and, and in the second Avengers, you... Like Natasha knows about Hawkeye's family, they're like, yeah, she knows. They're, they're but really like close. they built up the entire relationship between her and Banner, which is well, that's really the romantic kind of relationship, fun. right? So weird it romantic. It reading. didn't seem romantic. It just seemed like some some you know, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm getting it all anyway. There's obviously something that I've missed from the previous movies, mm. um, but uh, those are a couple of things that kind of made me scratch my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then these guys put on, you know, their super time suits, yep. and uh, there's a lot of this, uh, a lot of discussion about, you know, how this is like we've only got a chance to do this once, and all of that wonderful stuff. Yeah, and basically they're gonna go back in time to get the gems. Yes, the infinity gems. Yeah. So what's what's weird to me here is that they all go and do their own thing, right? So, uh, um, and and. Let, I'm just going to list off a couple of these things that I remember from the movie. We yep. just watched it. I just watched it, although like it's a big movie, so I'm probably forgetting stuff. 
But here's a couple of fucking cliches that are in here that I, that's just really like kind of annoyed me. And the reason they annoyed mostly, I just be like, oh, that's a cliche. Like mm. you know, it is what it is. But they go out of their way before they jump through time to. Oh, sorry you guys, I was reaching for the whiskey. Before they go jump around through time, they're like, oh, this isn't some Back to the Future shit. And they list a bunch of movies. Yeah. Right? Terminator, Back to the Future, Time Cop, like all of these movies that have done time travel that that have this that have they're like, oh, it's not like that. I can't believe people believe that shit in those movies. And then they go and do the exact same shit that happens in all of those movies. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, look, if you're gonna do that shit, go ahead and do it. But don't have an explicit two minute scene where you describe where this is nothing like that. Yeah. When in fact it's exactly like that. Right? You're and so so meeting your parents before you're born. Number one, meeting your parents before they are killed or die. Number two, fighting an old version of yourself. Ugh, I just can't. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm so done with that. I'm fucking done with that. That's the one that kind of broke me when I was like, of course. Of course he's going to fight himself. And he's got these, you know, one-liners and anticipates his own moves. And it's like, oh, my God, guys. Wasn't Logan enough? Wasn't Logan enough? I I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little too dramatic, but I, well, I guess what I'm saying here is that the 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 whole time travel thing was going back, looking at stuff that's already happened from a you know, and uh, it felt rehashed. Yeah, it was boring. It was um, also not okay. So one thing Infinity War did well when handling all these different things going on, all mm-hmm. these different characters is. They'd do a start, they'd do an end of a sequence, and that would be it. Right. This one intermingled a lot, and sure. it was kind of jarring when you're going from you know character to character to character to character. Whereas Infinity War let it play out all the way through, and then it switched to the other, the, whatever the other subplot is. Yeah, that made this one a little bit more difficult to bear. Yeah, it felt like a soap opera. Yes, and yeah. like I was watching a soap opera because every every one of these teams uh, beams down into a place where it's like. They look over and they see something. Yeah, it's a picture. It's a person. It's yeah. a, and I'm like, I'm so tired. Like it happens so much that I'm like, I just started to laugh. I'm like, what's he gonna see now? Is he gonna see his old? Is Captain America gonna see his old flame? Yeah, there she is. No is doubt. Tony Stark gonna see his father? Yeah, there yeah. he is. It's like, yeah, I just I don't know. It played out like a soap opera, yeah. like a televised soap opera, and it just it was too on the nose, like. With all these characters, I'm surprised Rocket didn't have some kind of fucking like he looks over and he sees his like like Fa- mom favorite like, piece, piece of trash and he just starts yeah, eating it or like Mama Raccoon with yeah. his 18 brothers, you know, or something like that, like in Toronto, like sifting through my garbage, and he's like, oh, I remember that, you yeah. know, like I, I just couldn't, I was just bored, yeah, I was bored. Um, the only one that struck a chord with me at all was this is why I said Thor was the character that I gravitated towards the most because. Uh, his conversation with his mother yeah. was perfect. I thought it was perfect because yeah. it was funny, but it was also like the moment that got me like actually really emotionally invested, especially when Rene Russo who plays his mother comes over and says, you are not the Thor I know. Yes. And the future hasn't been kind to you. I was like, Oh, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I was like, Oh, that's like, it's because she's his mother. So yeah. she knows she looks at him. She's like, You've been ravaged by time. Yeah. Basically. It's like, so you know, what are you know, what happened? What are you doing? And then he breaks down and he has this funny line where he's like, I am I am from the future. Yeah. And he says that and it's funny, but it's also 
it's also him being like vulnerable in a, in a way that makes sense yeah. to me, the most sense, yeah. in my opinion. Agreed. Um, and the conversation he has with her, I thought that was the one that I enjoyed the most. That played really well for me. Yeah. Not, like, none of the other ones struck a chord with me at all. Okay. Yeah. So the New York stuff, dog shit. I didn't really enjoy it that much. So that, that was the end of Avengers, the first movie. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I will say I did like the Sorcerer Supreme stuff. Oh, with, that's, uh, the I'm Ancient sorry. One. I forgot about that. I, I liked d- that. I liked that yeah. too, the conversation that he, that Banner has with yes. uh, with uh, Tilda Swinton, who I think is just... She's awesome. She's such a great actress. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I think it's partly because she's so good. Yes, <laughs> that's probably it too. Really she plays like, it really well. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting good. too because it's like, you know, this stuff's happening all over the world or all over New York, I think. And uh, you know the Sanctum Centorum, or, or yeah, Sanct- and they never hint at that. They never in really talk Avengers. about it, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's there. It's she's happening. obviously doing something. That's right. Yeah. Not enough, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like, yo, don't touch my house. Yeah, Everything else, she's like, ah, it's fine. Those other guys got it. But um, but yeah, that that was a good scene. The Thor stuff, I loved. Okay, so I'm gonna say this: Renee Russo needs to be in more fucking movies. Oh, she's, she's great. fantastic. Oh, she's such. A, she she made the lethal weapon. She she upped oh, the ante yeah. with the lethal weapon yeah, series yeah, when yeah, she I came agree. in three. She's the best. I really I like her as an actress. And I yes, agree. that Thor stuff was good. The stuff with the rocket where he's all, I'm gonna go and charm her, and this all that bullshit. And I like, ah, yeah. stop it, stop no, it. Just I, let's get to something that matters. Yeah, I didn't I, think it was funny. Yeah. I didn't think that was funny. Yeah, no, you know what? I I can agree with you on some of that stuff in between, especially the stuff with the uh, with the bit characters from uh, Rag, Ragnarok. Yeah, because uh, the beginning of Infinity War, I thought everyone died. Mm-hmm. I thought like the whole ship is dead. Yeah, isn't it? Well, no, I. I did they, they didn't show any. They didn't show any survivors in that movie. No, they, they, they didn't. Killed, they killed they didn't. everyone. Right. But then this movie is like, oh yeah, about that really dark, grim scene. Some in the of them made of it Infinity out. War. Some of them made out, including like made it out, including these these two clowns. Yeah. And um, where Ragnarok was that kind of movie, like this one definitely. Seen, but the reveal of Thor like destroying himself, basically yeah. drowning himself in like booze and just being at home and. And like not coming out, I loved that. I actually really did like the fact that they went that direction. They they played the comedy up. They they hokeyed it, was it up too much. Yeah, they hokeyed it up a little bit. But I like the general arc that he has, and especially culminating in him meeting his mother. Yes, um, and I thought that was I thought that was great. I thought I think Rocket in these scenarios is just like a Scooby Doo character yeah he's just kind of there and also you know what else too is thor 2 did you ever see that one the i did elves? i did they made such a big deal about how they're not going to be able to get the ether out the the thing and in this one they're like yeah we got this it's yeah. fine it's like ah come on yeah but anyways that that's a nitpick i i quick quick tangent i yeah. feel like thor 2 like the dark world yeah. is basically world. is basically like it's like a masters of the universe sequel it's like a He-Man movie, and I mean that in like the best and the worst ways possible. <laughs> like the Dolph Lundgren He-Man movie, I feel like Thor: The Dark World is some weird spiritual sequel to that because yeah. it's just so insane. The it's movie weird. Is, it's so weird. I do want to watch it. I kind of love it for some of its weirdness, but it also has like it's it's not. I don't think I don't think it's particularly good. Yeah, I just think it's super weird and interesting to watch. Um, Anyway, yeah, weird tangent. Um, in terms of my favorite one, I, I really like the Hawkeye and, and Black Widow one. Yeah, I, so I, it's yeah. an interesting it's an, it's interesting in its choreography in that I've never seen a scene where you've got two characters fighting to kill themselves. Yeah, it was interesting, and you never really like I. 
they've alluded to Hawkeye getting killed in like three movies. Yeah. Right? It's like it's constantly like, eh, he's probably going to be the one to die and he doesn't and he doesn't. Yeah. And this one, it's like, yeah, maybe. And he still doesn't in this sure. one. Sure. Yeah. Um, and having both characters so down in the dumps, like I mentioned before, like Widow's character was just breaking down. Yeah. Um, taking on too much. She wanted the sweet release of death, in my opinion. And Hawkeye really didn't have anything else to live for at this point, yeah. really. Aside from completing the mission. I have a, I have a question for you. This, yeah. is, this is And this is not something that is, like, whatever ruined a movie for me. But it's something that stood out to me while I was watching it. Um, they have War Machine and, uh, what's the blue Nebula. Nebula. Um, wait around for uh, on that planet. And they send Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow into space. Mm. And then he says a line. It's like, all they have to do is sit there and, like, not touch the controls or whatever because it'll just take them to where they need to go. He said something about driving the ship. Yeah. And I was like, why the hell would you send the two human beings who have never been into space into this ship and they have to fly to another planet? Yeah. It just seemed really... Like, there was no PM on this project. Like, you didn't really think <laughs> about this. It's like, well, why don't you send Nebula and someone else? Or you're already on this planet. Leave yeah. one of them down here. Or better than yet, you know what? You've got this super-powered android or this really super-powered dude in this crazy iron suit. Yeah. Split them up. Let's split them up. Yeah. It just, it didn't make any sense. No. And uh, and so, that it already lost, it kind of lost, it didn't lose me completely. But I was already like... This is weird. They're doing this for they're you know doing what? this for some kind of. I never thought about it. Right, it's it's a it's a script reason. It's a plot reason that they've done this. I can see the logic in this. In that Nat and Hawkeye might not want to separate because they've worked together for so long. They have a bond together. They might actually think that it's better for them to be together. I can. Uh, that's playing devil's advocate on this. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good decision. I'm not, and I'm not a PM. Sure. I mean, like, do you know how to fly a ship? No. Do you know how to fly a ship? No. Do you d- Wait, know, they fly know ship? how to fly ships? They don't when? Not. When? Every fucking movie that has a none of them have been to a. None of them have been to space. Ah, it's space. It's the same ship. But it's here's, fine. But here's the thing. There's no it gravity to bring them down. They just go have, straight. Maybe I misheard it, but it wouldn't have called so much attention to it un- unless someone made a comment about them. It's like, oh, hey, just don't. I can't remember what it exactly he says. Like, yeah. as long as they don't the touch the controls, are locked in. yeah. As long as Whatever. they don't touch the controls, they'll be fine. It's like, well, wait a minute. Why the fuck didn't you just send someone who knows how to fly that ship? Well, and who's just flying it? You don't see. You don't typically see. Well, they're like a, the, the scene cuts a, to them like going through some crazy wormhole and smiling and yeah. like laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, that just seems like a weird decision. Why not just have someone who knows how to fly the ship go with them, and then the other person goes with Nebula? It's like, or sorry, Nebula would be the one, and then yeah. some one of them goes with uh, War Machine. It just seemed weird. And then they show. Then they go and uh, to, they arrive at the Soul Stone yeah. place. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're just they're not gonna do. This. They go up there and then they, he gives them the Soul speech. And I'm like, oh, they're doing it again. Yeah, they're doing it again. And it's the exact. It's not the exact same scene, mind mm-hmm. you. And you, you said like there is that wrinkle of like they're trying to. They're arguing who's yeah. gonna kill themselves. Yeah. But first of all, I just didn't know they they loved each other, and I, that doesn't have to be romantic. Right. That doesn't have to be romantic. Yes. I just didn't know that they had a connection, right? So that didn't quite work for me. And then the second thing was like we've just we've done we just did this. Yeah. Like we just fucking did this, and uh, it just I don't know just fell. That's the one that fell the most flat for me. I was really? just like it's yeah just, we just did this. I I. I don't want to see this again. But it wasn't the same thing. It's it not the same thing. But same outcome to, yeah. to get the stone. But like, to get you the, have to. There's no other option to get that stone. Someone's got to die. What I wanted to see was them being arguing and arguing and then like the Red Skull coming over and being like, 
hey, you guys okay? And then somebody just kills him, and they're like, ha-ha, soul, and they leave. But no, but it has to be something you love. That's the whole point, right? Like, like somebody has to sacrifice something that they love in order to get the But story. neither of them, if they commit suicide, sacrifice the other. See, and that's ah. the whole. That's what the whole thing doesn't it's make any sense. Yeah, I know. Like I was just like, okay, like if you yep. want the stone, so you have to sacrifice something. You both want the stone. You know what happens, and like, and again, all it was of probably just a clause in the whole soul stone contract where they looked at it and they're like, ah, you know what? They had other guy that lived. He's not happy about it. Let's give him the stone yeah. as consolation. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's really? I just picture them like saying, so wait, <laughs> like talking to Red Skull, the floaty like. You know, like uh, you know, Visage of Death, Red Skull, the Grim Reaper Red Skull, and be like, wait, so if she wants the stone, does it mean that I have to die? Or, but, but I want the stone too, yeah. so like, what do I have to do? And he's like, he brings up he the, brings up the stone. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hold on, let me check this. I will just read through this. In clause number six on page 6038, it yeah. says, you know. It's a full so, scroll. So. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't actually get pages. No, it's a scroll. It's that's not right. even pages. Yeah, that's right. They're Vor- there for Vormier like hours. They're like different a... days just <laughs> trying to figure this out. Oh, oh my god. god. Um, yeah, so it just completely fell flat for me, unfortunately. So when she when she eventually dies, yeah. um, I was like, eh. The only problem with her going is that I don't feel like that. I feel like they picked the wrong horse on that one of her dying and not Clint. Only because that seemed like a logical ending for Hawkeye. He has nothing to live for. He doesn't really like it. It's kind of it kind of makes sense for him to be the one that goes. But for her, she kind of hit the dumps. She sacrifices herself and never really has any kind of redeeming moment. It was yeah. just kind of like eh. it's true. I've uh, and I think I've said this before. I actually don't think her character is very interesting. I, I think never, there's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff that they could have explored with her. Like she's got a crazy history. At least they allude to that in the other films, and they never explore any of it. They might have. I think they're having a Black Widow series. Um, they're definitely movie. having a Hawkeye it's a, one. It's a movie. Is it a movie one? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a standalone it movie. Right. David Harbour just signed on. Actually. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yes. Um, so maybe that'll be a prequel and explore her origins a little bit sure, more. Sure. Yeah. Because I think that there's some interesting stuff in there. Like yeah, I before I, she joined Shield. I don't know. I disagree. I don't. I don't think that nothing that those movies have presented have, makes her very interesting to me. I don't know why. It's just that uh, there's just not a lot of meat on the bones there, in my opinion. Um, so when she died, I was just kind of like, oh, well, what? that was the lesser of two characters. I she can't even shoot really... a boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> it's not. I don't know. I. I uh... It's fine. You don't like women. Okay, so we move on. Um <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. You've called. You've caught me. <laughs> gotcha. Me out. I, I got married out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Um, no. Uh, okay, so anyways, that's basically it. At this point, everybody's gotten an Infinity Stone, and they yep. bring him back to the present. Everybody mourns over Natasha's loss. They make a gauntlet pretty easily, it seems. Meanwhile... Well, they did, and it shows at the end they didn't have to, so... That seemed odd. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Like it seemed like there was a lot of engineering that yeah. went into it, and it didn't really need <laughs> to happen. It was like, wait, we can just hold on to all of them yeah. and snap. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, sorry, before we get into that, yeah. the other the other uh, time traveling things, um, the, uh, the the Tony Stark meeting his dad, but they had the time the time in the time thing. Yeah. So so they they screw up getting one of the stones, which felt like slapstick comedy. Yeah. And then um, when they when they screw that up, Loki. At that time, grabs the uh, tesseract, which yes. is one of the stones, and disappears. Yes, 
And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, what are they going to do with that? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, and then they meet up later and they're like, look, we screwed up getting a stone. We had it. But then Loki from the Avengers timeline got it and disappeared. So it's like, wait, I know where the Tesseract could be at this particular time. And they use the, you know, they use it to jump through time again. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I just saw, answered my own question. Although if I think too much about it, I'll probably like uh, throw up on this table. But they jump back further back in time. Yes. That's why Loki disappearing with it didn't have any effect on the Right. Time they went line. back to like the 70s. Yes, that's yeah. right. Because in the 90s, or no, it was Because any time, like any time after that moment right. would have been a completely different timeline. Thing, right? I've got, I've got. Okay, I'm not going to go into yeah. it because the, the time travel stuff we can talk for a while. I think I've got it all figured out as to why everything makes sense and it's cool. Okay, I think I think it's it's all complete bullshit. Yeah. and uh, and I just we'll I kind of just like let it go. And but I don't think it ruins your enjoyment of the movie. No, 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 but, no, no, uh, no. But yeah. So anyway, so uh, so yeah, the other the other ones are just rehashes and like not really worth talking about in my opinion. I know. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like the. That's why I kind of skipped past the whole Tony Stark and Captain America heist squared. What there was one thing I wanted go, to mention. Go. I was I was hoping that Jimon Hansu would be in this movie again. Because he's, it, I've seen that first scene of Guardians of the Galaxy so many times because yeah. I tested my home theater on yeah, that yeah, first yeah. scene, and Jimon Hansu comes in as he's taking the the stone out of the the Indiana Jones thing, oh. right? So I thought as soon as they take it, the mercenaries are going to show up. I'm like, Jimon Hansu is it again? It's going to be like the shared universe is growing with yeah. this guy. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, he, he doesn't he show make, up. Fuck, yeah. Captain Marvel was barely in this movie. They're not going to bring in Juman Hansu for this. Look, I take Juman Hansu over Captain Marvel any day. Of the I week. take Juman Hansu over most characters. <laughs> not, you just, not, just not his character, just him. Him. <laughs> That's it. Can be dressed as a merman, <laughs> whatever. As a well-dressed demon, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just bring it on. Get that bad wig from Shazam. Slap that shit on with the Santa Claus beard. <laughs> Jimon Hansu for president. I am down. I'd like all to see. Day. I'd like to see Jimon Hansu as a mall Santa. That's what I'd like to see. What do you want? I'd want to see Jimon Hansu as a mall Santa with the same performance that he put on in Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's yelling at everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. What would you like for Christmas? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, okay. So, Juman Hansu, unfortunately, is not in this movie, so my dreams were crushed. Okay, so let's um, move on. Speaking of Juman, or the, of that planet, um, that's also where they find out about uh, the whole, everything that's going on. Uh, Thanos does, right? And with the yes. whole shared, I thought the shared network thing was a neat I thought thing. that was cool, too. I, was I like, thought oh, that was a good that's reason. That was a good reason uh, for them, like, a good way yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. them. Because, like, if any two are present in a given time frame, they have a connection. They have, a, she has something that's very unique about her. Right. So, right. so yeah. So, anyways, they send um, the stowaway one back. And okay. yeah. she ends up bringing Thanos in, and that's how Thanos, from whatever timeline, gets into the timeline that the Avengers are in. That's that. Hold. Yes. Oh. I know. I, I, I'm just bringing things go. Go okay. ahead. What do you got? So about that, yeah. another cliche that I absolutely hate in movies, imposters. I hate, I've always disliked the idea, like, shapeshifters and things that become other people and fool other people into, you know, like, like are there moles inside? Yeah. I've always disliked that... Um, because uh, because again, if it's it's something that's used in soap operas and like stuff like that, so I thought we saw it was very cheap. One of um, your favorite movies is The Thing. 
Yeah, but the whole shut up. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole premise of the of the thing that's different than than this. This is like the imposter thing has been used on a lot of TV shows like Shapeshifters in Smallville and like whenever they're like you know John Jones like you know, or whatever is like shapeshifting into different characters and I just I I I, I dislike that particular. Uh, thing what if that's not what the movie's about like mm. that's not what this movie's about so right. it was another thing that added to the list of like pet peeves i have with with movies but not something that ruined it but more of i'm like oh well there's there's another one like another cliche that i don't really like but you uh, need to lighten up a little yeah probably yeah probably um yeah so anyway so at this point we've established thanos is now there with his uh stowaway doppelganger yes daughter um, Hulk gets the glove, he gives the snaparoo, and then all of a sudden, Hawkeye gets a call from his wife, and yeah. he seems pretty happy about that until all of a sudden the base explodes. Yeah, yeah. And now... Real... Uh, nobody was talking, so it's not an Aquaman wall-exploding moment. No, no. And there no, was only really does... one... Well, they... He said something, He right? said something. Ant-Man says something. It's like, hey, I think that... Does yeah. he get interrupted? Maybe he does. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as egregious as Aquaman because they, <laughs> they did it like 20 times, times in that movie. It was ridiculous. <laughs> this one was really just the one. Yeah. But, uh, oh, uh, there was one other funny. It just came to me. And I just want, I have to acknowledge it. I loved the credits, the opening credits from the original Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the big thing and all that. And it really sets up the movie for the tone and the characters and everything. It's great. And then in this one, it's just him dancing and singing to music, and it's completely quiet, and they're watching. I thought it was great. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was. That's one of my favorite moments. Well, yeah, one of my favorite moments from that. I had a really good reaction to it. But, um, anyways, at this point, Thanos has laid waste to the base. Most of the all the bit characters are underground with a mountain sitting on top of them with rubble and shit. And the Hulk is just keeping things up with, I guess, one arm. The other ones, you know, all flappy, flappy, flappy dappy. Yeah. Um, but you've got the main, you know, the big three that are still up there and they're ready and rearing to go. And then you've got, I don't know how they got their suits. I don't know where Cap's suit came from. Was he not wearing, uh, he was wearing it. Was he wearing it? I thought he was. Because they all suited up because like they didn't know what to expect. Well, they suited up at the moment though. Because Iron Man's suit just came out of nowhere, which as it does, you expect that. Thor's fucking materialized like a goddamn boss. He didn't come out with his beard all braided. It was the lightning hit, and then all of a sudden he was armored oh, up in the yeah, bre- yeah. beard. And yeah, yeah. His beard, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yeah. yo, dope. It's pretty dope. He looks yeah. sick. Yeah. And then both hammers come to him, and I was like, oh, this is yeah, game. Yeah, I was du- super excited. He doubled down on the hammers, which I thought was uh, I figured you'd like that. Cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. But there, there is a moment later uh, in the fight. So they they obviously, the three of them come up. I don't know where Cap gets his suit. I thought he was wearing it. So yeah, you might be right. It just yeah. looked too clean. You'd think after yeah. the rubble, like, yeah. you know, he That's didn't have right. time to go to get the dry clean suit. That's right. Um, but bef- before they start, so Thanos is just sitting out in the front. having Literally. He's literally sitting on a, on a rock, mm. like, waiting for these guys to come out. And uh, because he now knows exactly what's going on because of Nebula's um, shared network. So she's seen everything that they've talked about. He's yeah. seen his own death. Yes. At the hands of Thor. Which he didn't seem too freaked out about. He's like, eh. He's like, it I, yeah, I guess he's kind of like, I did my job. I don't, yeah. I don't really care. But now, since he's been stopped or the stones have been taken, he's. Uh, I do like his small little arc where it's gone from something being so impersonal and like business like, yeah, to where he explicitly states, he's like, you guys have actually pissed me off. Yeah, like I am personally invested in this now, which yeah. I thought was a nice. It was a good delivery, um, deadpan delivery from. Um, Brolin, but yeah. but a nice 
little arc for him because it's always so he's basically a robot right in in infinity war and now he's just like he's 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 like very irritated <laughs> it's yeah. clear um before before they do that though hawkeye has this little segment that's out from a different movie yeah in my opinion and the movie's aliens yeah it's movie it's the movie is it's right from aliens yes and uh, I kind of, I kind of liked it. It was a little change of pace, yes, uh, for the movie. So I thought that was pretty nifty. Uh, I just wanted to mention that because it just seemed like a, sec- a sequence from a different movie. I've got that note as a, as a, as a standout <laughs> scene. Yeah, it yeah. looked like it actually looked like like the getaway chases and aliens when they're all going through those small tunnels exactly. and everything. You've got the really harsh red light. Like yes. it was a really cool change of pace. And he shoots the flare in and sees all of them all crawling coming out. out. That's exactly. It's. I mean, not exactly, but it's a very close to the shot from Aliens where Hicks shines the light in yeah. the vent and sees all of the aliens crawling towards him. So I, uh, so I think that uh, yeah, you know, it was cool. I, I kind of liked it. Um, I didn't know what the hell those things were, and they have no explanation. And uh, uh, they're the the same creatures from the Kree. No, not the Kree. Uh, from Infinity War, those things that were trying to get in Wakanda. Oh, it was those Wakanda. things? Oh, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah those that's right. Yeah, um, should have known that. Actually. So yeah. So what did you think about the battle between Thor Cap? I, I I was thoroughly enjoying it. Not even even before Cap picks up the hammer, but like. Oh yeah, the choreography two, is, like yeah. Thor wielding both hammers and the way he's using them, yeah. throwing one and hitting Calling the other. Back, yeah, so good. I love the choreography on this. Oh, on yeah. all these guys, accounts. they crushed it. Yeah, these and uh, the 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 brothers. By the way, I think uh, the guy in the support group in the first act, where Cap is kind of like working with people to yeah have normal lives after everything that's happened. I think the guy talking. I think that's one of the directors. I thought so I too because yeah. I've seen an interview with uh, the the Russo, Russo brothers. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's one of them. Anyway. I think you're right. I think that, uh, it, like, I agree with you. I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah. But uh, I got to tell you, there is nothing in this third act that was better than the third act in Infinity War, in my opinion. Really? The, f- the fight between Thanos, Doctor Strange, the Guardians, and Iron Man, yeah. I think, was better than this one. I also think that the knockdown, drag out, you know, like, Lord of the Rings fight at the end, or, like, Gladiator, Braveheart yeah. fight... Was better in Infinity War as well, and uh, the big t- so so the the th- the the four way fight that we're just talking yeah. about right now was really it's really good. Yeah. Just they just set the bar so high in my opinion for like with uh, the Infinity War fight yeah. that I thought it was good, but it wasn't as good. Ah. But the army fight, I definitely like you'll. Um, I want you to challenge me on this. Yeah, yeah. Because like the army fight at the end, the problem I had with that it was completely incoherent. Yes. Like in my opinion, You're right. When I was watching Infinity War, I knew exactly what was going on. They did such a good balancing job with yes. with that fight. In this one, I didn't feel that togetherness. Like it just felt like things happening yeah. that are segments, yep. but it never felt like a cohesive whole. Yeah. Um, and that's my that's my major gripe with this one. If I just saw this movie and I didn't see Infinity War, I'd probably be like, yeah, no, that was. That's that's the bar. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, but Infinity- but then you would have seen Infinity War and you'd been like, this crushed the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess I'm saying if Infinity War the the film didn't exist and I saw yes. this, something like this, I'd be like, well, that well, that's pretty much yeah. the bar. But I think Infinity War did such a tight job. Mm. They made all the right decisions and. And I'm not a filmmaker, so I know this is absolutely hard. These guys have done an amazing yes. job with so many characters, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound like one of those armchair haters. No, no, but, no, no, no. But I, I just, I just think they did such a great job at Infinity War. Yeah. I think it was just, 
it's a tough to get back up there, in right. my opinion. So, yeah. yeah, that's kind of how I felt about those two fights. But I, I, I liked it better than you. Um, yeah. I would put these fights over the stuff in by in Infinity War for certain reasons. Okay. Now, I won't say that the the overall big army fight in this one is better than any of the other ones because it's mm, not. Right. It is incoherent. There's a lot of cooks in this kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to track what's going on. You've got a, you know, in one, you know, one vein you've got everybody trying to take down Thanos and then you've also got the epic game of like killer keep away with the gauntlet where Hawkeye's running and Spidey's got it and yeah. it's, it's, it's all over the place. But thing is, is for me, the, the four-way fight Better than anything in Infinity War. Okay, I liked that a lot, okay. just because it was it was there was a lot. It was a, I thought it was a lot more emotionally charged. Sure. Because yeah. um, I mean, it essentially is the exact same stakes. If he gets that gauntlet, it's game over all over again. It's and the end game. That's kind of the problem I had. The problem I had was it's the same thing again. The stakes are the same. Yes. He's trying to get the gauntlet. It's like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But at this point. Like you said, Thanos is emotionally invested. He's not letting any of them live. He's going to do his plan, he's gonna and he's going to make sure they're gone. Yeah. So at that point, yeah. there's no. This is literally if they lose, this is their end game. That's right. So that's that's the interesting part. Sure. Here. But this one had it had a lot more emotion into it because it was those three guys. They'd been bested by Thanos before. They're basically facing his their demon all over again yeah. under the same circumstances. They can't fuck this up. And on top of that, the choreography was epic. Oh, it was. It Epic. Oh, it was like excellent. as yeah, soon as Cap picked up that hammer, lost my mind, and I I theorized that he was able to pick up this in Age of Ultron, and he just didn't because he's like he didn't want to hurt Bruce Thor's ego. Yeah. When the th- when the hammer moves a little bit. Yeah. That like at that point I was like ah maybe oh I forgot that he tried to do he it. made it and move he, like nudges and yeah. Thor freaks out but he yeah. does he I I just don't think at that point he's like nah, I'll leave it alone yeah. like I think that he just let it let it go yeah. Um, or whatever. That's my. That's yeah, a thought yeah. I had. No, that's kind of. Cool. Um, it's kind of a cool idea because he picked it up without even thinking. In this yeah, one, he's yeah. just like, "This is mine for now." Yeah. Um, and like the stuff that he was doing, the shield and hammer work and everything, yeah. it was super great. Yeah, like, oh, no, I loved I, it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, but I, I just, um, I just felt it felt the same. And I, in that the the fact that you mentioned that the three guys, those are the three guys that have been poisoned by their. By their encounter with Thanos, the most. Yes, I think that's true. But out of the three well, of them, yeah, maybe not, maybe not necessarily. But like, the thing is, they're the ones that are given the focus. Well, yes. Banner and Hawkeye have been poisoned just as badly. Just well, no, no. Hawkeye didn't fight Thanos. When I say poisoned, I mean like these guys failed. They failed to defeat Thanos, and each had their own moment where mm. they they uh, were beat by him physically. Yeah, but Hawkeye lost his family. Granted, at no. that point, he got them all back. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not talking about loss. Everyone's lost something, so everyone's been poisoned by Yeah, things. but, but I mean Hawkeye's that... a little bit more of a bitch about it, so he's really affected. <laughs> but, but Hulk literally got his ass pounded by... And he's nowhere to be found. He's nowhere to be found. I, I agree. I agree with that. That's but why I hate the Hulk in this one. Even out of the three of them, though, yeah. out of the three of them, I thought, again, I was so invested with... Thor because he says how he's sca- he's scared yeah. of Thanos. Yeah, he's yeah. scared of him, and I love the I-, I love the idea of someone saying they're scared because with Tony it's all about trust. It's like you weren't there, and yeah. blah blah blah, all this shit again. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. And uh, Cap, he's he's carrying a lot of guilt, but there's no fear, right? I think fear is such an interesting 
trait and look what it's done to Thor. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, this is interesting. And Thor doesn't get his he gets he gets the moment where the you know with the lightning at the beginning and stuff like that. But he gets this is this is Cap's show. Yes. This fight. It's yeah. a Cap showcase. I just think Thor had the most to gain from this from this fight because uh, we we skipped over this moment, but like it just occurring to me now. He begs to let him be the one that wears the gauntlet yes. to snap his yes. fingers. Again, this all like worked for me, mm. that entire arc, because he's he's desperate. Yeah. He's desperate. He's like, let me do it. He almost starts crying again because he's like, I let everybody down. Yeah. And that's a good point. And I and and they I was hoping for more of a payoff. Yeah. But it ends up being ca- uh, Cap's Cap show. And that's and that's that's okay. They made they made that choice, but yeah. I think that there was so much rich ground there because, like that, like I said, the whole fear aspect and the guilt and and uh, it all changed him physically. Yeah. Um. And he doesn't get that moment. He just gets knocked down, and he sees Cap pick up his thing, and he says, "I knew it" or whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah. So that's kind of like my feelings on that fight. You know what the problem is with this film is that the people that are not signing again are the ones that get a lot of the big moments. That's why Cap gets his big, in my opinion, that's why he gets his big moment in this. That's why Iron Man gets his big moment in this. Right. Thor looks like he's, like Chris Hemsworth looks like he might do another movie or two. Yeah. Maybe. These guys are done. Those other guys are done. Yeah. So maybe that's why they're just like, ah, give it, give the moment to Cap. But granted, if I didn't, I, I was fully expecting to see Cap say Avengers Assemble. Sure. And yeah. if they didn't do that, I would have felt cheated. So they they hit that note. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he has those moments where he throws the shield and the shield comes back and he throws the hammer and the hammer comes back. Yeah. And he's like, so you're right. The choreography is great. Yeah. I just think that the amount of the, the and this is the key word for me, is desperation yeah. in the fight in Infinity War. They're desperate. Yeah. There's, there's a, like, they need to stop him from doing things with his hands. It's like, it's impossible. Even if you're mobbing a guy nine to, nine to one yeah. and he's got a gun in his hand. Somebody's getting shot, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. You can get all over his shit, but he's gonna do something, right? So the desperation of that fight is something I didn't see here. Fair. I, I, I it, uh, it, yeah. That that's that's the the one thing I can I can call call back to from the Infinity War fight. I think it's a great fight scene that not a lot of people talk about. Is in Mad Max. I don't know if you remember Fury Road with Charlie's Theron and um and Bane. I can't remember his name. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, where he gets off the truck, and it's the first scene where they're both trying to. He's yeah, chained. Yes, he's yes, chained, yes. and they're both scrambling around trying to get to the. It's a gun or a oh, it's the sawed-off shotgun, yeah. and they're both. And it's such a great, intense fight because there's so much desperation, and it's very convincing in the True. way it's executed. That same intensity and desperation is in that fight in Infinity War. I just didn't feel it here. This is a great showcase. Yes, I think. Yeah, I just don't. I didn't feel this. I didn't feel like the stakes. I True. Guess. That, I, 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 I can understand that. Yeah. I think that makes sense. The thing is, is this one had some pretty good moments. Oh like sure. As soon yeah, as, picking as, up soon the as strain, the picking up oh, the hammer, the strange. strange's portals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Captain Marvel cool. didn't do shit all in this film, but her coming in was kind of cool. Yeah, can we talk for about that? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. To be honest, <laughs> she does. I don't feel like she deserves the time in this. I really don't. Like she's in this movie for maybe five minutes. And she got a whole other movie before just to introduce her. Like, yeah. all she does is just come and fuck up ships and beat Thanos up a little bit. And then she boogies. Um, you're you're right. I don't think there's any moment in this movie from a plot standpoint that they couldn't just done something. Like, she saves yeah. uh, Tony Stark at the beginning. But they could have written that differently. You could have changed that. Yeah. Like, um, 
a lot of people I remember are asking like, oh, you saw Captain Marvel, like, uh, I gotta see Captain Marvel before I see, uh, uh, you know, First Avenger, and I'm like, even before that, yeah. even before seeing this movie, I'm like, I don't think you really do. It doesn't really, I can, no matter what role she played in this movie, yeah. I didn't think that 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 film added anything. anything. Like, it didn't feel like it added. You could have just introduced that character in this movie. Every time almost. somebody asked me if I needed to see Captain Marvel, yeah. or if they needed to see it, I said, you need to know two things and I can tell you them without spoiling the movie for you. You need to know she exists and she's super fucking powerful. Yeah. And she's coming. And she, yeah. Or she's already there. Yeah. She's going to be in the movie. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, they don't really... Um, and I, even that was even more than you needed to know for her involvement in this film. Yeah. I she did. didn't do shit. Yeah, aside from I just, forgot that she was even a thing. Yeah, she uh, was just there. I liked her with her short hair. She looked really good. But that aside... Oh, and she doesn't do the mohawk thing in this movie, no. which really bothered me too so, on a weird level because that's one of the things I really liked from Captain yeah. America uh, sorry Captain Marvel America, Captain yeah. Marvel and uh, she doesn't do it and I was like well, that's weird yeah um, but yeah so I totally forgot that she was even in the movie she does have that interesting perspective that I said earlier where it's like the intergalactic yeah. stuff where it's like hey there's more stuff going on here than um, but I feel like that could have been that could have been anybody. Yeah. But, so it's anyway. funny. You, okay, I just had a my, a light bulb pop off in my head, and I want to mention yeah. this because my my sister in law. Yeah. Um, she was hilarious. So her and, and my wife they came back from Captain Marvel, and she's like, "I've got so many questions. Why at the end did she not need to use her helmet anymore, but she needed to use it throughout the film?" Yeah. And I was like, "I didn't really have an answer for her, and I think I just figured it out." It's because earlier in the film she didn't need she needed it because she didn't have access to her full powers. But now that she has access to her full power, she can super suit her entire face and everything. She doesn't need the helmet anymore. At the end of Captain Marvel, she flies away with the scroll ship and she doesn't have the, the face mask on anymore. I thought she has it in the fight, though. Like in the when she's fucking up uh, Ronan's ships. She might she might have put it on at yeah. that point just for fun. But I think maybe she doesn't <laughs> need it. She doesn't actually need cool. it anymore. Yeah, she's like, fine, I, be like no, I gotta look good yeah, for the camera. Look, but yeah. um, I, I, I would maybe. wager that she doesn't actually need it at that point. And that's probably why she didn't need it in this film. Because she didn't have it while she rescued Stark. She didn't have it any, at yeah. any other point. I think it looks better. I think it's cool as hell. But I it, think it's, yeah, I think it's a total missed opportunity. Yeah. But um, I wanted to mention that because she's probably listening. To this. So, yeah, <laughs> Priya. Uh, that that's why. That's that's my hypothesis. Why? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So she just shows up and uh, nothing critical to the plot at all, um, and uh, just didn't feel you know worth it. Yeah. Could have just like cut everything. Agreed. They could have cut her. Thor could have done all of that. They could have cut the last yeah. movie, and they could have cut her scenes from this movie. Or could have been Valkyrie. Let Valkyrie do yeah, that. She's super awesome, man. I really oh, like that dude. actress too. See, and that's the thing. So now the second yeah. stage of this fight starts with uh, and uh, um, Doctor Strange yeah. and you know his Benedict Wong. I can't remember his Benedict name. Wong. Isn't that his name? <laughs> Benedict. No, no. Isn't that his name? No. His name's Benedict Cumberbatch. No, no, no. Wong is no, no. the guy that works with him. No, no. But, but his, like his act, the actor's name. Oh what? shit! I got it totally wrong. But but uh, the actor's name who plays him. Oh, is it is it Wong might... played by Benedict Wong? Hang on, no wait. Is Wong his name in the movie? I thought it was. Hang on, wait. We're gonna straighten this one out right Please now. Please do because because I I don't want to be the guy that's like... calling the Asian dude Wong on a podcast. <laughs> it sounds awful. Um, yeah, it's Wong. It's definitely Wong. Oh shit! His name is Benedict Wong. Yeah, and he's playing. And Wong. he's playing Wong. Okay. Okay. God damn! You made me worried for a second. I didn't realize he had the same first name as yeah. Cumberbatch. But that's uh, funny. But yeah. Anyway, so we cleared that one up. But yeah. Benedict Wong comes in. and He's helping creating creating the portals as well. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, and this big sort of like Lord of the Rings fight yeah. happens, and uh, and and everyone kind of gets their own moments, but Valkyrie coming in with the flying horse, yeah, which. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they establish that in Ragnarok? Yeah, they they the, they did right. Yeah, the, the Valkyrie okay. had those flying yeah. horses. Yeah, so dope. I was like, this is this is super Perfect. cool. Yeah. Um, and they have that. They have that. Can we just say something? This is a much better version of the Amazon keep away fight from Justice League. Oh my That's god. That's exactly what this is. Because I thought the conceit of that scene in yeah. Justice League was really cool, but the execution was kind of so so. This one was like, okay, they're basically doing exactly the same thing, except everything looks better. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. Um, they had that, like, fuck yeah, women moment, too, where they brought in yeah, all, all the, literally all the female characters that yeah. were still alive. Yeah. And you know what's funny? In huh. my mind, I'm like, where's Black Widow? Oh. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, she's dead. <laughs> like, I forgot that it too happened. Soon. That's how long this movie was. Yeah. Like, I forgot that that had happened. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but they have this, that, and that's a really cool moment where they're, where they're keeping, playing keep away, and they all have reuniting moments because all these guys were, yeah. were, uh, dusted. So yeah, to speak, exactly. Right? So Tony, Tony has, reunites with, uh, Peter Parker, and, um, that was a touching moment. That was, yeah. You know what, man? Shit, what's, uh, Tom Holland, he's such a good actor. He's yeah, he gets so just, good, man. He almost yeah. got me teary out at that point because, like, I don't know. He just plays it so well. He's just so he's got such a genuine optimism to the way he plays as Peter Parker character. That's right. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I think he's he's amazing for the role. Um, I also remember him. This is a bit of a tangent, but he was on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he came on as Peter Parker, basically just like he came in with the Spider Man suit. I think uh, Guillermo had the, uh, the 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 mask. Oh yeah. So he takes the mask from Guillermo. He says something, and you know, go see Home uh, Far From or whatever the movie's called. Or he's, they were shooting Far From Home, and then he's running off stage, and he's a fucking flip. And I was like, a this legit, dude's an actor. Oh, legit flip. Legit flip. I was Good like, yo, Tom Holland. Good this guy's not playing around. Did you? Uh, sorry, just remind me of something. Did you notice any um, odd floating head CG heads on armor bodies? I noticed that a few times, especially in, in with Infinity Hawkeye. War. With no, in this movie, this one I didn't. I, with I, Hawkeye I didn't really in the it. white suit, I was just like, oh, really? It was like because they had it was really close up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just looked a little. No, I didn't notice that at all. I, I noticed enough. it like crazy in Infinity War with Rhodey. And uh, and Banner yeah. in the oh, yeah. Hulkbuster, it looked yeah, like yeah. shit. Yeah, but this one, no, I thought it was pretty on point. But yeah. I, I, right. I, I might not have seen it. Right, yeah. fair enough. Anyway, um, um, yeah. Anyways. So, any other moments in this fight that kind of stand out to you? Uh, that's the thing is, is I mean, as much as I like the four person fight, this one was a little bit forgettable in that there was just too much going on with too many characters mm. that nobody really had that moment. That's why I would say like. Overall, you've got, like, for me, this the reason I like this one better than what was going on in Infinity War with the, the two battles they had there, both of those were better than the big battle than this one. It's just oh, that yeah, I yeah. really like that four-person battle. Yep. Yeah, and it, this one had a lot of really big moments. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, just, I, I, I mean, I think we can discuss that the very end where Stark, at this point, steals the gems straight off of Thanos' fist. Yep. And he does the snap with the whole I am Iron Man thing, which was... Yep. Poetic, poetic cool. I guess you can yeah, call no, this was very cool. cool. Yeah. But yeah, I thought the same thing. And like, then why did they spend so much time engineering that gauntlet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why did they have to go all the way? Like, why did Thanos have to go all the way to the other ends of the fucking universe to make this thing with uh, with Peter Dinklage? Yeah, giant Peter Dinklage. I'm going to call him Peter Hugelidge. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, it seemed like a lot of work and engineering went into that. And this one, they're just like, fuck it. Just put it on the glove and snap. Go, yeah. Tony, go. Uh, yeah, no, it seemed kind of kind of strange. And again, nothing that 
would not a nitpick that I don't think really ruins no, anything, no, but it's just kind of an odd odd choice to make. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he snaps it and basically makes uh, Thanos go away. Yeah. He makes his family disappear. So at that point, that timeline's protected. Whatever one that Thanos came from. Yeah. Well, I'm not I don't even want to think about that. Okay. Like that. I'm gonna do just, a side quest on this because I think I have it all figured out. Yeah. I. It just. I'm, I'm just like I'll I'll leave that one. I'll I'll never pick on a time travel movie. For its logic, you know. Okay, so the reason I want to do something on this is because the ver- and this is also why I wanted to see this fucking movie. Because Google, if you're listening, fuck you. And here's why: on my mo- this morning, I look on my f- or Saturday morning, I look at my phone headlines. It's a fucking headline like why the ending for Captain America makes no sense, and I'm like, why do you even have to say that? Like that ruins things for people. Like it, all of a sudden now all I'm thinking about is, well, how are they going to end it with Captain America? Yeah. What do you mean by end it? Like you don't need that. And I'm getting this shit on my fucking feed. Like not even on like, if I went to like Google news or something, it's a pop-up that comes up on my phone, like in the tray. Yeah. That's you're absolutely right. This is me you know, when, off. I, when I started noticing that actually recently huh. was with Shazam. Yeah. I started noticing that a lot with Shazam and given that this is not the Shazam episode, I won't reveal yeah, the ending point. of Shazam, but there are headlines and these are from big like screen rant and like big these are big yeah. websites these yeah. are they have the ending written in the title of the of That's the thing. and i'm just not cool. i couldn't they and i haven't noticed that before yeah i feel like it started with Shazam yeah and it was really upsetting because if i had seen that beforehand it would have cuz Shazam has a great ending yeah. a great ending and Fuck that! That would have ruined it all. Yeah, and uh, and I noticed that, and I so I actually stayed away from uh, from all the headlines for for I, I've been purposefully disinterested in everything Avengers related. Or actually, yeah. if it's a movie, like I, I said before, if it's a movie I'm going to see, I actually avoid all the, the headlines yeah. now. But it's impossible. You're right. It's in the Google Home. Like That's the, the thing. The I couldn't thing. have I'm avoided like, that if I hadn't seen the movie like already. I wouldn't have been through. able to. It was literally where I see text messages and stuff like. You're lucky that it was just a sort of a vague, vague description yes. of like Captain America's ending. Ending, yeah. Um, whereas the Shazam one, I saw it like a day after I saw seen the movie. It was the headline was the end, Oof. and I'm like, what the fuck? That's not bueno. That is messed up. No, and then I went bueno. to the site, and it had been removed. So I think that people complained. Complained as yeah, well. They should. Yeah, it was it was totally nuts. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's the that's the age that we live in, unfortunately. And apparently, and again, I've been avoiding news, but apparently, the whole movie was leaked yes, a couple early, of days yeah. beforehand, and people had seen it. And I think that's what made this one worse than Shazam because Shazam they did a great job of basically keeping everything under wraps. Whereas this, the movie leaked, so a yeah. lot of people have seen it already. Right. So they were just ripe for clickbaity articles that just so need bad. traffic, and it's just, ugh, it's brutal out there, man. Guys, stay safe out there. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so at this point, you know, Tony's done. Yeah. Pepper has a nice touching moment with him. Spidey has a nice touching moment with him. But he's ultimately gone. They have a funeral for him. It's all very touching. Yep. And then Captain America gets kind of his MCU send off with mm-hmm. uh, you know returning the time gems back to where the or the 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 Infinity Stones back to where they need to go. Which yep. by the way, that would have been a very interesting conversation when he brought the Soul Stone back to Vormir and he's like, uh, "Hi, this is yours." And the Red Skull comes out and he's like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> like, oh, wait. Instinctively punches him in the face. <laughs> Or maybe they just had an interesting conversation. Like, listen, I was very, very headstrong back then. Yeah. 
I'm just I'm a mild space Nazi. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. yeah, I think I think what we were doing was wrong. <laughs> but uh, I've but done you... some soul searching. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Cap returns Mjolnir back to Asgard, yeah, and then he goes back in time and spends the rest of the time with Peggy Peggy Carter. And it was uh, I thought it was a very fitting ending. I didn't want him to give the 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 shield to Falcon. I would have liked Bucky, but either or it makes sense. Yeah, no, the, the the basically the handing down of the whole thing. I thought that was really nicely yes. done. The one thing again that stuck out to me it doesn't ruin the movie, but it, it uh, but him sort of avoiding warping back and having this whole life. Wouldn't there be two of him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's all. I'm just. Yeah. I, I guess they just kind of ignore that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that kind of like was 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 an odd like. I like I like what they did. Yes. And uh, I like what they did, and it's a fitting send-off, and I'm willing to ignore... Again, I'm not going to... I will never, like, nitpick a time travel movie, because um, I feel like that's... It's it's impossible to do a time travel movie that you wouldn't sort of poke holes All in. you can do is to hope to do it well. To, yeah. th- to hope that you're going to do it perfectly. The thing is, is time travel is a very, very complicated topic. But I think this one, like I said, a side quest is coming. Yeah. I can explain all this. I think uh, I got this. But uh, but yeah, so so like the things that make you ignore um, uh, these like uh, time travel quandaries and these these uh, uh, paradoxes and stuff yeah. is how you know how good the writing is. Like, how much do you care about the characters? And if you do care, then you kind of ignore that stuff. Like Terminator One and Two, like have crazy time travel fucking nonsense going yeah. on in those movies. Back to the Future has crazy nonsense going in those movies and leans into that nonsense, but you kind of you know. But if they do this, then doesn't this happen? And doesn't that happen? It's kind of like. Well, you know, you're kind of opening Pandora's box yes, at yeah. that point. And, you know, how much do you like what's happening right now? And right. I'm kind of trying to put myself into that situation. So when he came back and he was old and he had crazy old man makeup. Can we talk about this? What did you think of these old man prosthetics on? Because it wasn't a different actor. No. It was definitely him. Yeah. And this is, I feel like this is on par with, like, Charles Wayland. Or uh, what's his name from uh, from Prometheus? Oh God, it's <laughs> I better feel like, than that. Let's uh, not get crazy. Uh, it's not that, that looked like he had taken better. prosciutto and put <laughs> it all over his face, and then somebody started beating the shit out of him. And they're like, "Go act, Guy Pierce." <laughs> they like, uh, wouldn't that make him look like Freddy Krueger? Huh? Prosciutto? Like, isn't that kind of reddish? Yeah, it is. But that's why they beat the shit out of him. So that way they tenderize the meat. <laughs> But but it's don't not you know that, how to tenderize prosciutto? What's wrong with it? It's you? not that much better. I kind it's of chuckled better. to myself when it's I saw better. it. It's oh. better than. Did you see uh, Glass? No. Okay. Well, there's old man. Glass is old. No, the old woman. They kind of do that in. Uh, they did that in what's it called? In Unbreakable, when um, Glass's mother was in it. Yeah. She's in this one. It's in the trailer. Okay. All right. But yeah, her old person makeup in that just also didn't look great. Unless I'm wrong and she's just an old person, she's got bad skin. But I doubt it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I Anyways, I, I thought it was. I kind of chuckled to myself because as soon as I saw the makeup, I was like, "Oh, it just it reminded me how much you hated the 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 Whalen makeup." And, Fuck that <laughs> in makeup! Prometheus. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It looks bad, and he's just like he's playing it really old and feeble. Like he's just like. <laughs> Oh, at least this one, like, Cap's, like, standing up straight, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I got this shit right. on my face, but it's not too bad. <laughs> the old Wayland's like, ah! <laughs> he looked like at all points he was in pain. He looked like he was in pain at every moment of the film. Every step he took was awful for him. Oh, boy. 
God, I hate that movie. No, I don't hate Prometheus. I hate Covenant. Anyways, <laughs> so so anyways, that's basically Captain America's arc con- concluded, and I thought it was a nice send off. Mm-hmm. I thought it was nice. Th- I mean, he gets he gets his in the end, which is nice. Yeah, no, I I, I liked it, yeah. and uh, the, he handed the shield off. I expected to do, him to do that. I, it didn't really matter to me who it was. True, but I like the fact that Bucky kind of nods. They yeah. give him that moment where it's like, yeah, like. Take it. It's like my contract's up too. Yeah, go get him, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Thor. Do- Thor send off was basically just like I'm gonna go join the Guardians. Peace out. Yeah. So that that was pretty. That was yeah. That was kind of a funny send off at the end. And again, I think a missed opportunity for some closure with Thanos because I think he had the strongest motivation in, yeah. in that scenario. Um, and then the, the the movie ends. Was I didn't stay for any. I, I stayed for the credits because the credits were kind of nifty. Yeah. Um. But uh, I didn't. I didn't. Stay I looked after it up. Basically, after the crawl, there's supposed to be some metal sound. Like like Wolverine's claws. No. Can you imagine? Just stick it. It just See you guys apparently in it just sounds like somebody dropped some stuff on the ground. I don't know. It didn't like when I was reading what the post credit scene is, I'm like, all right, let me just see whether it's worth staying for this. And they're like, yeah, nobody knows what this is. We have fan theories. I'm like, click, let's leave. I'm not waiting around for fucking Dude, metal been sounds. Three Fuck hours. Off. Yeah. Stick around yeah I was like, at that point it was two thirty in the morning. I was yes. like, I'm going home. I have yeah. to drive fucking like forty five minutes from Bolton. Yeah. Forget <laughs> that. Right, <laughs> you saw it in Bolton. <laughs> I went to the worst Wild Wings I've ever been to. It was uh, ridiculous. There was one person working there. I went up. I, I I sat down and for ten minutes I'm sitting there. By the way, we're done the episode, so this <laughs> is just a nice fun anecdote about both Bolton, Ontario. If you've never been, um, not that we harbor any uh, disfeelings about Bolton. I'm I sure do. It's a wonderful place. I absolutely. To all do. of our Bolton listeners, um, don't 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 take this personally. Justin's just angry. It was a when bad, he's hungry, bad when Bolton he's hungry. experience. I go there. I sit at the table for ten minutes, and it's not. And keep in mind, I'm shitting on this Wild Wings. It's not the person serving's fault, in my opinion. I think she's new, and she was the only one at the restaurant. I have a feeling she was cooking the wings. So. I get up. I'm sitting at this table for 10 minutes. I'm actually editing. I think it was editing Shazam, the yeah. YouTube video that you released yesterday or today. Yeah. And um, I'm there 10 minutes and nobody's coming. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go up to the bar and I'm like, where the fuck is it? And then all of a sudden she sneaks up from behind. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you want? I'm like, oh, can I get like a, I think they had like $5 pints of Canadian. I'm like, done. Let's just do that. And she's like, sorry, we don't have any draft beer. I'm like, God damn it. Really? You're a fucking wireless. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. like, yeah, we got bottles and cans. And I'm like, all right, fine. Give me a can, like a tall boy of whatever I got. And my buddies come and we get wings and stuff. She screws up the splitting of the bill. Oh. But again, like, I think, I, I, she didn't seem like she was like a super experienced waitress. She was super sweet. She was doing the best she could. Yep. You know? But, and she was completely, like, she was the only one working the front. There was nobody else in right, that restaurant. Right, right. So she was overworked and yeah, it was not a great Wild Wing experience. But we went to Landmark Cinemas. Landmark is dope. Oh, cool. $12 tickets. Really, like it's basically VIP seating. Smaller nice. theaters. The, the yeah. theater quality, like the screen quality, I'm not going to say is great. It's adequate. Yeah. It's like a normal, you know, theater. It's not IMAX, nothing special. Sounds good. Mm. But the fucking, like you got the full recliners that oh, come up, nice. they kick the seats up. Excellent. It's dope. Um, apparently $2.50 hot dogs. I don't know. That's what my brother said. I haven't tried. Okay, you didn't try. No, but um, had I known that, I would have got six for the number of the fucking the dollars I paid for my popcorn. I'm usually not a popcorn guy. <laughs> we ate a lot of popcorn this morning. You got a large pop, like a large drink. We never really get food, but this seemed like one of those moves. It's three hours. Yeah. We're going to get hungry and yeah, thirsty. Yeah, yeah. So we got food. 
Uh, last kind of final thoughts yes. uh, on the movie. Let's do it. Uh, after this crazy wild wing tangent. Um, <laughs> um, it was okay. It was okay. And, oh, uh, just a quick mention on the IMAX format. I think Infinity War actually looks better. Really? I think Infinity War is a better looking movie. And I think that's because it's a little more outlandish. Uh, in its execution, mm. uh, whereas this movie, since it was uh, the, the whole, there's a whole piece about time travel and going to places we've already been. It's kind of seems a little more mundane. True. Um, so uh, yeah, I would have, I wouldn't say that this movie is a required IMAX experience. Whereas okay. with Infinity War, I 100% recommend people go see that in IMAX. Pay the extra money to go see it in IMAX. Fair enough. Um, but uh, but yeah, like this movie was was okay. Yeah, um, I think it was just has a second act that is just wasn't for me, man. Like just too many rehashes, too much cli- too many cliched moments. Yeah, and um, and it was just boring until yeah. you know it picked up in the in the third act. First act, I thought it was great. Yeah, it's not because it's slow, and I don't want people to think that it's it's not because it's slow that it's boring because the first act is slow. But it's effective, I yeah. think. Um, things don't have to be fast to be exciting. As long as right. things are carrying along, introducing things at a pace, or introducing things to keep you invested in it, yeah. even if it's at a slow pace. Okay. And in this film, didn't do that in the you know in the second act. Yeah. It was just slow. Yeah, the second act was... And I mean, I wouldn't even say... I would argue that the second act is not slow. Yeah. It's just not interesting. interesting yeah. I just didn't think it was interesting and uh, and that it kind of brought the movie down a couple notches for me because it's a long wrong. second act the entire central conceit of the film the whole time time heist thing. Right. Didn't didn't really work for me. Whoa, that was cool. Their entire block just went out in power real quick and then it came back on. Is the is the are the lights on outside? The your neighbors, oh, the neighbors lights on. Anyways, right. if you're watching the YouTube video all of a sudden everything went black. <laughs> yeah. Um Anyway. Uh, yeah, my final thoughts. Uh, I'd have to agree with that. I yep. think that um, this movie's not as good as Infinity War. That's for sure. Um, but I came out of it like I like I said. I generally I did enjoy this film, and I would recommend anybody go see it. I would mm-hmm. watch it. I'll watch it again at some point, but I'll probably fast forward through things. Infinity War. I didn't have to think about whether I enjoyed it or not coming yeah. out. I knew it. Yep. I knew I hundred percent well. loved it. This one. I had to give it some thought because yeah. there was enough stuff in this that between the second act and some of the character development between the Hulk, Widow, I just I, Captain Marvel just being there, I just I didn't enjoy some of it and had to give it some thought. I agree, but I agree. Uh, I honestly, I will tell you, I thought that this was going to be uh, you loved it and I didn't like it scenario that we could finally have that have that bout because that's why I was like when you asked me before we were going to record, you're like, so what do you think? I'm like, oh. Save it for the show, buddy, because I had all these notes, and I'm like, okay, here's what we're going to do, and you know, we were going to do this this time, because we talked about the last time, yeah. shit on a movie. I'm like, this is as far as it goes when I... <laughs> here's the thing. If you really liked it, I was going to amp all of this up. Yeah. I was really going to ratchet it, because if, if you want me to focus on bad stuff, I can focus on bad oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm a hundred... But I just... I we'll tend do an to be episode more, where we just we I just tend, randomly pick, like, one goes good, one goes yeah. bad, and then we just go hard. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, Strong I'm in the typically paint. a positive person. But since you... <laughs> when you came in... Sorry. And, and you're like... You're like... I kind of agree with you. I'm like, God damn it. So now I went, you know, I did my normal sort of like positive, negative sort of analysis. Yeah. But if you were going hard on the positive, I was going to fucking just, I was going to slice out the legs from under you as often as I could. Um, <laughs> no, I, but, could, uh, I couldn't. There's just, uh, there's too much in this film that wasn't good um, to 
to really be able to to play that game. Yep. I mean, enough, unless we wanted to play that game. That's yeah, the difference. Yeah, there, yeah, but, that's true. But that's in true. any case, um, overall, see the film. It's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Just, uh, you know, <laughs> see the film. Take You're a probably ba- going to see the movie see- regardless of what any of us Well, say. that's the only movie play- apparently coming soon for the rest of time. Well, you so. better see it. It's the last movie ever, ever being made ever in the world. If so, you go to yeah. Scotiabank Theater, nothing else is playing. <laughs> yeah. They're just, after the movie's done this weekend, they're just blowing the place up. It's done. <laughs> they're just demoing the entire theater. Uh well, anyways, this has been episode number 39 of the Welcome to Your Doom show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you very much. Um, I would have already said this in the intro, but like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends. Welcome to your doom show. Dot com? Dot com? <laughs> oh, sure. I was going to say dot ca. I'm like, I didn't do that, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. Dot org. No, yeah, dot, no. dot dot com. Um, this has been Justin. This is Otto. And thanks again for listening and watching. Cheers. See you guys. And until next time.